Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, good Thursday morning. Welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show. Right on time delivery as I walked in the studio and the microphone light comes on because, as usual, I'm working hard for you. Right up to the last minute. Getting the sound bites we need as uh, people across the country are lying about the state of Missouri in light of what happened yesterday at the Kansas City Chiefs uh, Super Bowl parade. That seems to be the dominant story if he, in the mainstream media this morning. Yeah, especially when I'm looking <clears throat> up at RTV here in the studio now. I mean, that's what everyone's showing. <laughs> well, I'm not laughing about what happened. I'm, I'm laughing about the predictable reaction across the country. I've got some sound this morning from <laughs> from Charles Barkley. Of all people, that makes me want to w- run through the wall over here uh, behind me. Uh, but we're going to talk about that as the uh, as the morning goes on. It's um, you knew what would happen. I mean, that this tragedy, what appears, I would not be surprised to find out, was a gang related shooting uh, in the crowd at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl party, and suddenly it's about the guns. <laughs> and, uh, it's as predictable as the day is long. I mean, honestly, you you know what happens that whenever this happens, it, it's a criminal commits a crime, but it's about the tool the criminal chose to use to commit that crime. It, it's really it's sad. Uh, we are going to cover this story for you this morning. We've got um, interviews with people who were out there on the ground. We're going to talk to. Uh, Ray Stevens coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour. He is a talk radio host out in Kansas City. He does a midday show out there, um, and we're going to get some on-the-ground details from him just a little later on on maybe how this went down and uh, what happened, who they've got in custody. My guess is knowing uh, the, the mayor and the politics in Kansas City, being just what the mayor and the politics are in St. Louis, it's going to take us a little while to get to the truth about who committed this crime. I know they got three people in custody. There were some heroic actions in Kansas City yesterday by innocent bystanders who tackled a couple of these uh, criminals as they were trying to to uh, run away. Um, and, I mean— the video just went viral. I assume you saw some of the video yesterday, Kim, of... Uh, yeah, of, them chasing the guy down and tackling him in the crowd. Right, mm-hmm. right. And, and I mean, it was... Uh, Paul Contreras is the guy who did that, and we're going to get some sound from him here uh, in just a minute because he was one of two people. The, the, the other guy that was involved in tackling them 
has not been identified. He he's he, I don't know if he left the scene afterwards because he didn't want to get involved with the police, but he put a beautiful uh, tackle on this guy, and this Paul Contreras jumped on top of him as well, and they held him down till police arrived. And then in the confusion of it, the one guy got up and left, and uh, Contreras was the only one who kind of hung around and was identified uh, as, as uh, taking part in all of it. So um, we'll get to that for you coming up here. Uh, there, there's just, again, every day, a lot going on uh, for sure. Carl, let's get to the shortlist, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. As soon as the rally concluded, there were shots fired on the west side of Union Station. Officers were on scene in the area. Yeah, there were hundreds of police officers uh, in this parade yesterday on the scene. They reacted quickly, thank goodness. And uh, so at last check, there was a one death and of probably 15 or 20 injuries in this shooting. I thought it was fireworks. It sounded like a ton of very rapid succession, very quick shots. So I'd, I'd say 15 to 20 in a very short amount of time. I didn't really take off the start. A lot of people did. Yeah, that was uh, one of the uh, one of the witnesses who was on the ground not far from Union Station out in Kansas City when this shooting uh, started yesterday. And in the end, they're not after me. They're after you. I just happened to be standing in their way. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> There's President Trump. Uh, he was at a campaign appearance down in South Carolina yesterday talking more about uh, Fonnie Willis and... Uh, a variety of uh, folks who are still uh, out to get him, without doubt. Bunch of Walmart and Sam's Club. According to Benjamin Singer. The Innsbruck Conference Center. The CEO of Good Government Group, show me integrity. This is pretty hard to justify. <laughs> Channel 4, we, we did mention it was a sweeps month, right? Did, did we say this the other day? We did, yep, So they, they're rolling out a lot of their investigative pieces right now uh, in the local media because they, they want people to uh, to pay attention. They did find some interesting stuff out about the spending habits in the city of St. Louis uh, on uh, credit cards with no receipts or anything else. I mean, it, at the very least, even if you can justify every single one of these expenses that they uncovered uh, with the city, uh, Chris Carter was the one that they pointed fingered uh, for, I don't know, spending $400 three different times at the Lego store out at, uh, at at the mall. Those Lego kits are incredibly expensive for whatever. I saw one, Carl, when I was out at the mall with my grandson recently. Death Star? It, it wasn't the Death Star, but it was a, it was a, it was another Star Wars-related. Millennium uh, Falcon? Might have been the Falcon. It was $600. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm paying 600 bucks for a copy of the Millennium Falcon. Somebody's putting that thing together for what me. What is the Millennium Falcon? It's a ship. It's a spaceship. These spaceships. Han Solo's spaceship. What's an aluminum falcon? <laughs> the, the, first of all, did not know what that was until you just told me now. Second of all, the city's spending was just absolutely outrageous. They were dropping hundreds and hundreds of dollars on the Polar Express. I'm sure it was to bring people in and be like, come ride no. for free on our dime. A Actually, uh, Chris Carter claims that it was for uh, children in one of his social service programs. That's what those expenditures, they took a bunch of kids to the Polar Express who otherwise couldn't have afforded to go. 
And I don't know if that's what the budget of this organization is designed for or not. He also claims that those Lego kits that he bought also went to kids in these homes, um, group homes, who couldn't otherwise have afforded to buy something like that. Okay, I'm not against that, but I would like to see in the budget where that is allocated. Because (laughs) just something tells me when it's coming from the mouths of leaders in the city of St. Louis, I tend to not want to believe it. I'm with you. it, it eight or nine thousand dollars a month on a credit card that just the charges appeared to be just willy nilly uh, because you couldn't make any sense of what they were. And there were when they ask, there were no receipts. Go, go to cut 20 for us, Carl, please. Bunch of Walmart and Sam's Club. According to Benjamin Singer, the Innsbruck Conference Center, the CEO of Good Government Group, show me integrity. This is pretty hard to justify. We asked him to review the monthly statements, a credit card assigned to various city departments, which racks up thousands of dollars of charges a month, even $2,000 in late fees over the year. But the monthly statements say little about what was purchased, only where and for how much. It's how we noticed three charges at Lego on June 8th, 9th, and 11th for exactly $399.95 each. Then there's purchases for the Polar Express in St. Louis on December 1st and 5th, one for $470, one for $350, plus dozens of other line items for Walmart, Best Buy, Sam's Club, Amazon, $460 at Chick-fil-A on May 31st, $490 at Pop. John's the very next day, all on the credit card of St. Louis City Supply Commissioner Chris Carter. But when we asked for the receipts, his office replied they didn't have any. Was Chick-fil-A for the kids, too? Doubtful. But but there there were charges at some of these restaurants that were eight or nine hundred dollars. So it clearly I mean, maybe it was a catered. They catered food from there in for something. I mean, I don't know. But but it's good that they are at least asking the questions. Carter was willing to at least go on and defend it. Uh, but the city, oh boy, they, they found somebody in the board of aldermen who said, we're going to, we're going to have to take a closer look at this. I'll <laughs> the, give a, not the comptroller. I'll Darlene Channel, Green was silent. I'll give channel Four credit where credit is due because I know I'll give them grief for their bias and a lot yes. of the stories that they do. And it is ridiculous, but I will absolutely applaud Lauren Traeger. I mean, she is a really great journalist. I worked with her when I was there and, She's done some stories where I'm like, you know what? I I appreciate you're at least telling the other side. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of them. Yeah, this is, uh, we can talk more about Lauren later, but uh, this is one of them. Anyway, uh, let uh, let me get to a a quick break here. We got lots to get to, and uh, we will uh, do that here in just a couple minutes. First, though, Carl, let's get to our national anthem, please. You got some new. Not today. Oh. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back, you bunch of hayseeds. Uh, if you listen, if you live in the state of Missouri, I'm referring to you. You're a... You're a hayseed. You probably got a you know, wheat stalk sticking out of your mouth, and you probably got a straw hat on with holes in it. I tell you what. You're just backwards if you live in the state of Missouri. That's what the national media is saying about you this morning as a result of a criminal act at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City yesterday. I'm not making this up. Um, you, there, CNN started it. Uh, I'll have to say it was carried on by a bunch of other people, including Charles Barkley, uh, MSDNC, uh, just a Joy Reid. It just it just goes right down the line. They, they they can't believe anybody could live in in the lawless land of Missouri. It's lawless, and shame on Missouri legislators because local municipalities like Kansas City and St. Louis have tried to toughen their gun laws. But the evil Republicans who control the state won't allow it. And this is why criminals get their hands on guns, because we don't have strong enough gun laws. It, it's, the, it's the most brainless argument you've ever heard, and they roll it out every time. The people that opened fire on this parade yesterday, I will bet you a hundred bucks to your dollar— didn't buy those guns legally. They stole them or they bought stolen guns. They're criminals. It's already against the law to point a gun at another human being and shoot them unless they're threatening you. It's illegal. Listen to this reporter on CNN uh, yesterday trying to explain to Caitlin Collins uh, just how backwards the state of Missouri is just in case you're wondering what the view of you is in the national media. Listen, their rationale. And of course, this is part of the Republican Party platform. Now, their rationale is let's make it as easy as possible for people to get guns. So people are armed when these things happen. We see how quickly they happen. We see that police are on scene. It's not necessarily a guarantee and maybe not worth rolling back all of our gun regulations. I mean, Missouri <laughs> is a Second Amendment sanctuary state. So they actually um, they passed a law a couple of years ago that seemed to prohibit federal and state law enforcement officials from working together on cases that might be viewed as infringing on someone's Second Amendment rights. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Because of people like you is the reason that SAPA was passed. SAPA had nothing to do with what happened in Kansas City yesterday. This is, this is the, the, the fallacy that they've rolled back gun regulations. They've made it easier to buy guns. You cannot buy a gun in this state legally unless you go through a federal 
criminal background check. You can't go to any gun store and buy a gun without that happening. You can't. And it doesn't matter if that background check takes 10 minutes or 40 minutes because sometimes they're backlogged because so many people are worried about being able to defend themselves from thugs and criminals. Listen to the brain surgeon named Charles Barkley. Charles has just got to stick with sports because he, outside of that, is a complete moron. Gil, it should be hard to get guns. Mm-hmm. Like You're I, a gun owner. I'm a gun owner and I'm a gun guy, but it should be hard to get a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with the technology we have today as far as learning everything you did in your life, mm-hmm. you should not be able to go in a store and get a gun in 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You should not be ordering those ghost guns on the Internet. <laughs> it must be those ghost guns, according to Charles Barkley, that caused this problem. He already knows what kind of gun was used and how it was acquired in Kansas City. These people in Kansas City that committed this crime, according to Charles Barkley, of course he doesn't know this because nobody knows this yet, they must have walked into a gun store and gotten those guns in 15 minutes without any trouble at all. Well, and I forgot that all criminals, they follow gun laws. Oh. Right? Yeah, they do. But they, they all do. So I, that makes perfect sense to, to tighten the gun laws. I need you to hear what came out of his mouth next. It's the dumbest analogy in the history of the world. If a well, normal person went into, let's say, hypothetically, a Mercedes-Benz dealership. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't let them say, hey, I'll just take whatever you tell me. I can afford it. They would do a comprehensive background check. Did you know that car dealers do comprehensive background checks on you when you buy cars? Yeah, what? (laughs) I I don't remember the last time I bought a car them doing a criminal background (laughs) check, but I'll verify that next time I go to buy a car. This this is Charles Barkley, who I loved as a player. Uh, And I don't mind as a commentator because he's funny sometimes, but he's a complete idiot on the gun argument. He he, he made the analogy that you, if you walk into a Mercedes dealership, you can't just drive off any car you want. They do a thorough background check on you first. Did he mean they do a check to make sure you have the money in the bank? They do do that because they want to get paid. (laughs) They don't check your criminal bat. They don't care what you've done. They want their money. Chuck, stick to basketball, little ball, hoop, that sort of stuff. You know something about that. That seems to be the limit of it, from what I can tell. Coming up, Kim on a whim. We'll be back. Kim on a whim. I love me some Frank Sinatra. I love this song. This is so if I'm at home cooking, putting music on when I cook is one of my favorite things to do. I'm probably going to put on Frank Sinatra radio or Chris Stapleton radio. It just puts me in such a good mood. I know I'm in my mid-30s. Sue, I know. I don't know if you're listening right now, but I know Sue loves Frank Sinatra. And to me, what I love most is it's just a a classy song. I don't have to worry about F-bombs being dropped or them talking about raunchy, inappropriate things. It's just good quality, classy music. And nowadays, guys... This is what graces the airwaves. I don't know if you recognize this song. This, my friends, is WAP. And if you don't know what WAP stands for, it's WAP. 
I will not be the one to break it to you. Just type in a Google search WAP by Cardi B. Yeah, and don't you see for your, yourself what this means. Don't let your kid do that. Don't let your kid do that. Google it away from your children if you don't know. I'm not saying that we didn't have inappropriate songs until now. Like there's some explosion of inappropriate songs. But it does feel like there's been quite a shift in the type of music that we're seeing. The, the lyrics that I look up now, if I see a song, I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, even back in the 90s when I was singing some of these songs, like... Not that this is raunchy, but like pumped up kicks. That's about a school shooting. And I'm out there singing about it. There were songs I was singing that I actually looked at the lyrics. I'm like, wow, that's about doing cocaine. And you didn't know you, it. You don't at even the time. know it. But well. now it seems like some of these lyrics are so blatant and I can't even say them on the radio. It's like the, the, uh, crazy books that they're trying to get rid of uh, from the libraries with children, not because they want to ban the books, but because they're inappropriate. It, it's it, like that. It's it's standards have dropped so much like Eric Clapton and Ted Nugent wrote songs about both of those issues you just brought up. They they did back in the 70s. Um, But but it was a a more mild reference other than the fact that Clapton's song was called cocaine. Cocaine. You don't like cocaine. It's not glamorizing it necessarily, but the song was about cocaine. Well, that's the difference now. These songs glamorize doing ridiculous, crazy, violent sexual things. They 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 glamorize gangs. And I don't you know, the question to Mark would be how much do these have an influence on, say, teenagers who are listening to these songs and thinking, man, that sounds so cool. I want to live a lifestyle like that. Like, I want to be a thug. Hopefully, people, I want to be part of a gang. Hopefully, people, parents are paying enough attention to know what's on their kids' music list. But I kind of doubt it, and that's the other problem we've gotten away. We've gotten away from parents knowing what's in your album collection, right? There's no way they can know. It's all on your phone. I mean, I assume you can set explicit settings on phones i would assume apple itunes apple music has that ability i don't know i have i have that uh, on my phone but i i don't know about the ability to set those uh, those settings Mm -hmm. i've had that discussion with my daughter my it's been worse i think for my 16 year old than it was for my older two children in terms of what they have access to not on the internet but just the lyrics and music to your point the song you brought up reads like a porn movie if you read mm-hmm. the lyrics And so to does it. the music video it's, if it's you've not disgusting. seen it. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. And it's not just, it doesn't just stop at music. It, it You think about the shows people are watching, the video games people are playing all the time, and you have to wonder how much of an influence does that have. Is it a huge part of it? No, but I certainly have to believe that there's some component of that when you're seeing it that much that might in some way normalize that. I've been using the word glamorize that. Listen to this. I found this article. This was actually last year, and it talked about some city in Mexico where they actually passed a measure that would prohibit musicians from performing songs that promote violence against women. I don't know. I, I don't I don't actually know how I feel about that because I could argue that that's a little bit too far of them trying to say you can't do this. But it, but it, for lack of a better word, pisses me off when I see people like Cardi B, Lizzo, don't get me started on Lizzo, who were supposed to be these role models for kids. And they, they reach out, I feel like, to that younger audience. And then they're out there shaking their, I don't know if I can say the word, shaking mm. their butt 
and just doing things that are so inappropriate and it, it, it just really grinds my gear. So I found this other video where they were talking to these R&B artists about the evolution of music and, and whether they think it, it truly has gotten raunchier. Listen, I don't think it's gotten raunchier. There's been a lot of songs back in the day that have very, 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 very raunchy lyrics and even nude images on the vinyl covers. So it's I think wrong. the only reason why it seems like you know this generation's music is you know, not as censored is because we have the world wide web we have social media we can google lyrics but right. also at the same time this generation feels very free and open oh that's the problem everyone's free and open and living their truth you live your truth you shake your butt wearing a thong you do that for the young kids so they can watch it. That's the problem with it. This other artist brought up a really interesting port, uh, point, and Carl had some insight to this. Years ago, like back in the 90s, I guess, the artists were really vying for a spot on the radio because that was the, 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 the make it or break it moment is can you get your song on the radio? Well, to get your song on the radio, you had to follow their rules, regulations. I'm sure you couldn't be dropping F-bombs and talking about some of these crazy things they do now. Now they don't, not that they don't care about that, but they want streams. They can post it on social media, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify. The government I mean, doesn't regulate that. And that, that to me is part of it too, that they have far less regulation when it comes to the lyrics and what is in them. Well, it's the capitalism. It's the also market. that. Yeah, I mean, I know. The market it, decides. Also gets back to age appropriateness, right? I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. If as an adult, you choose to listen to that garbage, that that's up to you, right? Yeah. I, I have no problem. If, if it, 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 it's not those words are not physically hurting you, they can mentally impact a child if they're still de- in their developing years, developing yeah. their their sexuality, developing their approach to society, whatever that happens to be. It gets back to the argument about what should be available in a local library that kids have access to. Schools, most certainly, you should be able to control the content that kids have access to at that age. That's why we do it. Mm -hmm. That's why kids can't or are not supposed to be able to. Of course, the Internet's made this impossible to police. But it's why kids used to not be able to get into rated R movies. Certainly not rated X movies. They still can't unless they they have a parent. And now they have songs... Well, they, but they can, they can pirate them. I mean, they can. They, oh, yeah. The internet's made it so easy to avoid those rules that th- those rules were put in place to give parents guidelines, mm-hmm. um, and then to try to prevent the kids from being exposed to things prior to them developing the the emotional ability to deal with it, and and that has all gone out the window. And think about even I was mentioning like Lizzo, Cardi B. I'm just naming two artists where I've seen them be very inappropriate in my opinion on some of their music videos. The things that they're wearing, like the things that I see some of these artists wearing, for example, on red carpets to the award shows, they look naked. Like Miley Cyrus looked basically naked from what I remember at the most whatever the most recent award show was. And it's like the 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 kids look at that like, "Wow, that's so beautiful." And then they want to do that and they think that's appropriate. Well, and the just, pe- the uh, people who want to defend it would probably never let their kids go to the what's the what's it called, Carl? The the adult movie industry oh, thing, the, the video, the, 
Yeah, adult movie video yeah. awards or something what? like there's that. There's an adult. There's a oh, movie oh awards for, for porn? porn stars. For are porn you kidding? Stars. Oh no, they they advertise it all the time. What what is the award? Like, what are the categories? Do uh, I even uh, want to know? Best acting, uh, best performance. I I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm my just eyes saying. are flipping back in my head <laughs> so far. You, you Where has our society gone? You wouldn't want your kids to go to that. But if you're not checking their music list, their playlist, you have no, I'll guarantee the average parent has no idea what their kids are listening to. And I'll bet a lot of it has got that Cardi B crap on it and other stuff like that that is teaching them about things they shouldn't be exposed to at, at 14 or 15 years old. I think even adults should probably not be exposed to some of the crap that hits the airwaves nowadays. Hey, kids, let's go to the Porn Movie Awards next yeah. year. Family outing. Here's your Christmas present. We're all going to the Porn Awards. I, don't, get me started. Well, par- don't get me started on porn. I have a lot to say the, on that, too. I should though, cover that, that for Kim on a Whim one day. Parents would not allow their kids to attend or watch something like that, but they have no idea what the content is of these songs that they're listening to. Um, and, and, I, and it gets back to the fact that we have – our society has largely surrendered. We all know people in which that is not the case. But largely, if you look at what's going on and the, 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 the downward spiral of, of morals in this country, you can see that. Parents, leave it to the schools to handle discipline and all of that stuff these days. They just quit paying attention at some point. I don't know if they got too busy or what. Well, I feel bad. There is It is definitely harder, it seems, to monitor oh, yeah. all this, yeah, to sure. your point earlier. But you just have to be on it. I know I'm going to have to watch what my kids watch like a hawk. Because yes. not like I want to be some helicopter parent, but I have to make sure that what they're watching is age appropriate. That's not and a bad that I thing. agree with it. it coincides with my values are my husband's values yep not that is not a bad thing to helicopter parent these days there's no other way unless you're hovering over them to some extent to see what the hell they're up to if they've got one of these little mobile devices uh, mobile computers we call a phone where they can surf the internet anywhere out of your out of your view they can they can see it all right there all right uh good good conversation good point too kim thank you uh, coming up next hour, we'll talk to Tom Ackerman. I'm sure he's got some thoughts on uh, what happened uh, out in uh, Kansas City. And, of course, pitchers and catchers have now reported for the Cardinals. We'll get an update on Tom from that because he's got a couple of colleagues who are down there already. Uh, Jim Talent next hour, anxious to – you know, he was once a, a candidate for Secretary of Defense under uh, Donald Trump. I'm anxious to know what he thinks about these revelations yesterday that, that the Russians are trying to put nuclear weapons into space – Uh, And what kind of an immediate threat that poses uh, to the United States, which is kind of what's been suggested. Uh, We're going to be back in just a minute. I think it's something that I'm taking uh, at heart immediately. As soon as uh, we were clear and safe, I texted our general counsel and told them I need that gun legislation immediately for Monday's meeting. I don't care what stands in our way. And as I was leaving uh, with my colleagues at the state legislature, at the city council, we all agreed it's time for us to act. As Democrats, we must act in a state that is a petri dish for terrible gun laws. So we we are going to take a stand here. And uh, the time for prayers is certainly there because I do know several of the victims. Um, but we're going to act. They're, they're, they're not going to be lost in vain. Just so you know, in case you're worried, that's uh, Manny Abarca. So Joy Reid was out desperate to find somebody from Kansas City who was a Democrat who would tell her, by golly, this is it. We're going out and changing these dumb gun laws these Republicans have passed. 
You know what this guy's job is? He's on the board for Jackson County. He's like a county councilman in Jackson County, Missouri. His ability to affect gun laws is zero. Big, a big, fat zero. He used to be the uh, either chief of staff or legislative director for, for Emmanuel Cleaver out there, uh, the congressman from Kansas City. That's what his job used to be, and now he's gotten himself elected to uh, the county board. Uh, he was also on the Kansas City School Board and lost uh, an effort to hold both positions. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him make some some run for uh, for office here at some point uh, to the state legislature. But guess what? He's in a super minority. He by we need the he, we need the ability to make changes locally, so we can stop. See, th- this is the danger with what's gone on here again is the knee-jerk reaction by people like Manny Abarca from Kansas City who has decided that if he and Tish Jones just had the ability to put in place their own fixes for gun laws and those stupid Republicans in Jeff City would let them do it, they could fix this whole thing tomorrow. They would, they would, by golly, they would have the magic elixir to stop criminals from committing crimes. You know, if you really think you know the answer to that, why don't you share it with all of us? My guess is it has something to do with totalitarianism, but that's just me. The, the answer to what's gone on, and we'll find out more today, is I'll bet you a, a dollars to your donuts that the people that we're going to find out today committed this crime in Kansas City yesterday have a list of criminal convictions as long as your leg, that they didn't, not a single one of them, walk into a federally licensed gun store and go through a background check to get the guns they used to commit the crimes they committed yesterday, including murder uh, and assault by wounding 22 people, including eight children. The people that did this are animals, and they if they were in jail where they belong, they wouldn't be able to do this anymore. Yes, you can jail yourself out of this problem. You can. You can lock people up, and once they're locked up, they they the recidivism rate drops to zero. This is the problem with the whole, you know, criminal justice reform movement with Kim Gardner. And and when he ran for office, Wesley Bell for that matter. You can reduce the the occurrence of people recommitting crimes by locking them up. But not in Kansas City. That's not the answer. We need more gun laws, which would not have had any impact on what happened in Kansas City yesterday, I'm willing to bet. Coming up, we'll talk to a Tom Ackerman. A little later, we're going to talk to a Ray Stevens, a Kansas City radio host, about 7.35. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.